0: Welcome to Pull Hook Golf, the podcast, hosted by Matt Cook and Mike Perez. Here we go, Mikey. We are back for episode number 11. And guess what? It's you and me tonight. It's you and me. We had, what was it, four or five weeks in a row I think it was just four. no, it was five no, because we went we, we went Derek Anderson, then we went Bobby Brown for the three part series, and then we had the fat Perez. and that better Well, no, we had it we had an in-betweener oh, like in a between between yeah, in yes. a row, yeah, so it just feels good to be back and hanging out with you, my friend. I mean, yeah. no offense to any of the guests. they've been absolutely fantastic, but I just feel like sometimes we get the guests on, and you and I don't get to interact that much, and I miss that. I agree, and I realized I that too out at the golf course because we were wa- we were recently playing golf. And if you've checked out our Instagram, uh, there's certainly a lot up there in terms of content around us. And here's my uh, quick little two cents on that: our content's going to be getting a lot better than where it's at today. Because while you and I are in the podcasting space, you know we just started filming some stuff out on the golf course. And Mm -hmm. this is the first time we've ever done it. So I'm pretty excited about where we can go from here and the types of things that we can do. But Mikey, we've got a lot to catch up on my friend. We We had, we had the PGA championship just wrap up. And good old Justin Thomas is the winner, the comeback winner. So, JT, shout out to you, my friend. I had you at the beginning of the week. You were, yeah, absolutely. Let's cheers on that. Cheers. cheers
1: on that, for sure.
0: But, JT, I had you at the beginning of the week, along with Max Homa. And you guys were my two picks for the week. So, thank you for making it happen. I didn't know if it was going to happen after sitting there watching. Even the first... Four or five holes on Sunday, and I wasn't one of these guys that put down and doubled down on Justin Thomas on Sunday to end up winning the tournament. I had just a little bit of a feeling that that might happen if some of the guys start pulling back and JT gets real hot. Um, I kind of knew that the PGA was going to set it up so that there were some scoring capabilities and some drivable par fours and so forth, as they kind of showed us that at TPC Harding Park when uh, Mm -hmm. good old Morikawa won. Uh, with the drivable par 4 and that was really the game changer late in that round but i will say Risk JT reward. did not he did not play the best on sunday he even had a shank mikey i mean he did did you not see that I he had see a, it. he had a shank in the early part of the round on a like par 3 a, a shank full a col- a, a full on Boy, Shank, JT L-O-Zell. even said after the round that that's the first time he's ever won a golf tournament, shanking a golf ball out of the rough. No, he was, it was a par three, I believe. <gasps> really?
1: How the hell did he miss that?
0: I don't think it was a part of the broadcast.
1: Maybe I got up the. Uh, oh,
0: I don't think it was because See, this is why I watched. Our
1: crew needs to go out there and follow these guys and. We need to have
0: a side broadcast. I mean, they do a lot now where they follow featured groups and everything, but again, Mikey and I's pitch to whoever it is within production crews is that Mikey and I want to follow the worst guys on a Friday. The guys that shot like 79... 85, like those guys are the ones that we want to go follow for an entire round on Friday. I think it's a one-day broadcast. Saturday,
1: actually, Saturdays, because that means they may a is... the cut. Because, ah, but no, they're, Friday, they're still playing good enough. If you're, if you're shooting like shit on Friday, right? Let's say you make the turn at eight over or whatever for the tournament. You know you're going to miss the cuts. Now you just want to finish, right? So if they make the cut on Saturday, then we can kind of see a, what the bottom guys are doing, and going for the... We can That's an interesting take. Way. It's an interesting it take. Because, because
0: I'm pitching for one day, and you're kind of pitching for at least three, which I like your no one, mindset. I like no one. Well, here's the thing. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I mean, then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, that becomes quite a bit. Friday, if we do a one-day broadcast like the Manning brothers did, and now they're starting to do it with everything, right? They saw how successful the Manning brothers were with Peyton and Eli and how much people love those guys. And then they did it with baseball. They've they've got K-Rod, so Michael K., who does the Yankees broadcast, and then Alex Rodriguez. So they do a Monday night thing on ESPN for Monday night baseball. And then uh, you've got where even this PGA Championship, they did Joe Buck and uh, Michael Collins, who is the caddy c- comedian, right?
1: I guess who else was on that show?
0: Yeah, I know. That was uh, that was an interesting one. I saw that. I was I wondering saw, if you saw it.
1: something a picture of it, and uh, he did great. Or, did he? Yeah. Well, he's good at that stuff. You know. You know. We're talking about my brother, of course, but uh, you know, he. he, he you get a little sauce in him, and he'll just go.
0: Well, Freddie Couples was just absolutely gold. Which it's hilarious because he Joe is gold. No, but Mikey, I'm talking about the gold in kind of the uh, the clip type of way, to where he's telling kids. That uh, to, to cheat in class, and that he wasn't very good at school, and that he had his mom do his homework and all this stuff, and Joe Buck's like, Boy, that sounds familiar. Joe Buck kept trying to like, keep saying that like, you know, Freddie, uh, I don't know if we want to be uh, spreading that message, and it was actually pretty priceless, no but... Yeah, and so that was I.
1: was
0: th- on what channel? So it was on ESPN. So that ESPN was- had uh, the broadcast for, I believe, all four days, but they had the morning uh, coverage for it. Gotcha. And th- okay. they, they do a great job with it all. I mean, Colt's out there. Colty yeah. even got a little shout out from uh, Justin Thomas, not even that, realizing huh? it, to where JT's heading over to the range at the uh, oh, to tomorrow. get ready for the podcast, or but not podcast. for the, <laughs> my, my mind's in the podcast game playoff. right now, folks, in the playoff. And he has gold for a uh, a monitor, not a launch monitor, folks. That was actually the first thing that crossed my mind. Mine Was, too. Mine was too, oh, actually. you want a launch monitor to see your numbers because you've been sitting down for a little bit, but no, you wanted to see the Maybe broadcast. Wanted to see the broadcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I heard about that with Pat and those guys. Uh, I wish I would have seen it actually because I I, I heard it was good. Uh, I just didn't I didn't know. Someone sent me a picture and I just. Know. So. Ever
0: since doing this show, Mikey, I've got a whole new appreciation for people that put themselves on camera and are out there as broadcasters, commentators, you know, personalities, even just tour pros going on I and getting interviewed. Yeah, Colt. It Colt is that
1: wonderful job.
0: He does a phenomenal job. I think that is one of the best transitions from a playing career into the bro- into the broadcast and. Yeah. The other thing is I think there is – there the ceiling – it's a glass ceiling for him right now where I really see him being in the box at some point. I hope. I think so.
1: I hope so because he is good and he knows all the golf courses. The guy is a great player on top of it and he just had a couple injuries that, you know, kind of screwed him a little bit and – but, you know – well, your boy Sox, his partner,
0: they, he was playing with, uh, I, I, I don't know who he was playing with, but in the four ball. In yeah, the M. I I forgot
1: his name. I I know him,
0: but I saw the socks because when you kept saying socks like thirty two times on I one of the it? podcast episodes, I finally get it. Like I kind of knew after that that this guy wears uh, some tall socks, but like he really does, Mike. Like yeah, he I know. he wears those cavers to where it like goes up to the calf. <laughs> he's ready for uh, he's ready for a flood. That's for sure.
1: That's right. Now he's the best. He said I even he's saw Adam tired. Scott
0: do that recently.
1: Really?
0: The socks up to the calf.
1: I, don't I know it. I don't it's
0: it. I I've never I've never liked the look
1: no no I mean it's it's just but he pulls it off yeah he, 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 I mean
0: so it. did Adam Scott
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. he the, the socks is is amazing uh I do him a long time too but he's just so laid back and cool and mellow and just you know he, he speaks what's on his mind as well and he just and he's a great golfer he really is a good golfer I mean There's no question about it. So hopefully, I don't know what they – when that four ball ended or how they did.
0: Uh, They did not win. They did not do as well as they would have liked. They ended up losing. But he was gracious in defeat, wrote up a nice little post and everything. Saw it on Instagram. So shout out to you guys. You guys are doing doing the right thing. And certainly, I mean, Colts, uh, his insights have been – just it's a little bit more modern of insights true. that I think people relate to a little bit more, especially the younger generation. And that's where like you and I, were we're around his age, and I just think that you know his insights are priceless. To well, you're like,
1: around his age.
0: yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're you're a touch older. You got me by four years. Relax.
1: Hey, you're a freshman. I'm a senior. You're not
0: even a half of a decade.
1: I know. You're fine. You're you're a freshman. I'm a senior.
0: That's right. A five-year senior. Let's jump to Mito and (laughs) the pressure that this poor guy went through. I mean, you've got also, uh, what's his name? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I'm blanking on it. Um, He's uh, from Chile. Um, Joaquin? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Joaquin Neiman. And they have him on the broadcast, and they're interviewing him as he's watching me though. And at one point, he sits there and goes, you know, I I never understood how people get nervous when watching me play in a golf tournament. He goes, but I get it now. He's like, I'm watching him, and I'm more nervous than when I play. And it's true. When you watch somebody, it is a lot more nerve-wracking than actually being there in the moment.
1: Bro, when my brother won the 2008 Bob Hope, and he had six iron in his hand, and... Needed, I forgot what he needed on the last hole at Palmer, at the Palmer Private, uh, and he pulled six iron, and it take it lands on the green. I don't care what anybody says. He was aimed right, and I know he pulled it, and he'll admit that he pulled it, and he hit it to about two feet, made eagle. Like Stud. That. So I get it. I get it. It's you're absolutely right though. Yeah. It's, uh, Joaquin has, is, uh, is dead on and it was, it's, it was the most nerve wracking thing in the world. And of course I was the first one out of the green to, uh, <laughs> get out there. <laughs> There's like 30 of us, at least 30 of us. And oh, it was crazy. Well, Well, then
0: to see see poor Joaquin, he's out there on 18 waiting for him. He knows that he hits it into the water, and then he turns his back to the camera because he does not want the camera to see his reaction at all. But Mito, I mean, just to be in that position to potentially win a PJ Championship, I mean, he put it in perspective, too, pretty much right after. He had the interview, and he ended up saying that, you know, On Monday, I was just looking to make a cut. By Saturday, I was looking to win the PGA Championship. And that's a great thing to put it into perspective that this is an achievement for him. Absolutely. I mean, you've got to put... Exactly. And the one thing that you learn from the greats is that second place is a learning experience. And the guy who's picking up some of the learning experiences, Will Zalatoris, which we'll get to in just a moment. Damn. But let's go back to Mito. What was he thinking um, on the 18th? And I know what you're gonna say. He wasn't thinking.
1: He wasn't thinking. And his caddy, I would have just taken that driver's shafts right to the back of both of his calves and and made it sting a little. Here's know? the
0: thing though, his caddy is not like I don't think he's been his long term caddy. He caddied for uh um Scotty Scheffler before Yep. Yeah, so yes, he yes, so yes. he was Scotty's caddy. For obviously before he ended up uh, moving over, but to Teddy, and this is just, it's a weird scenario. I just don't think there was enough of a relationship there for him in a major championship to pull Driver out of his players' hands. Like, we had Bobby on, and that's one of the things that, like, I take from that interview with Bobby is, like, sometimes you just have to get out of their way.
1: That's true, and you know what? Who knows? He was driving the ball well that day too. He was right. So if you feel confident with the driver, Rory does it all the time. I mean, you know, Rory does it. Are they gonna? Is the media gonna knock Rory for not hitting driver? Because you know what I mean. So if he felt good with it, at the end of the day, the player pulls the cat, the pulls the club.
0: Well, Mikey, so, JT, JT, oh, almost. Well, here's the thing. He he takes driver after a long conversation with Bones. Right, and that's in regulation. He hits this beautiful low cut, streaming it down there because there's a huge drop off, and if you catch that drop off, it's in the creek. Now, only four guys had hit it on the the right
1: side, correct? Correct.
0: Only four guys had hit it in the creek on Sunday, and Mito ended up being the fifth, I believe.
1: Fitzpatrick, did he hit Fitzpatrick hit it in the creek? Not there. Well, it was a different hole, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was heartbreaking to see, you know, because, you know, you want to see these. And the kid's a good player. Let's be honest. I mean, he is a good player. Well, it he was cool
0: speed. to see Joaquin talk about how Mito was his idol in Chile growing up. So they played together in events, in team events, and that Mito was actually the best golfer in Chile because Mito's a couple years older than Joaquin.
1: How many years? Three? I,
0: two or three, yeah.
1: How do you have an idol that's three years older?
0: Yeah, well, junior golf. Think of
1: that. Just think of that.
0: Junior golf, because I, mean, I, I could see that. You know, really? I I had I had oh, a I few that. that when I was well, that's because you're a Perez.
1: Well, <laughs> Stebby was a foul uh, I know. You know, all the Elkington. Those are those. Well, maybe he
0: was being polite on the broadcast.
1: There you have it. Hot take. Hot take. I, I just, you know, think of that though, Matty. Isn't that kind of weird?
0: I'm trying to think, like, there were a few guys, but I don't know if I would sit there and say, oh, I idolized them, like, they were, right. I, lo- I looked up to them type right. of thing. Uh, like, idolized. I don't think I would.
1: No, you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. I mean, that's, that's, that's like, let's just say, for instance, you and I were playing golf, right? And either or. I'm not saying me, I'm not saying you. Let's well, Mikey, you're my hero. Yep. <laughs> hero or idol, those are two different things. Well you know what I mean? It's not like bulk, oh, Mikey. I, I, I idle this guy. You know, you know, I, I idle him for his game. You know what I mean? I I I, I idle you <laughs> for what you do you, for our show. So laugh,
0: like, your you know laugh your laugh I mean? on that was so priceless. <laughs> you know <laughs> you were not expecting that at all.
1: <laughs> well you know what I mean? I I just do. don't see a, an idol that's not an idol, that's someone I yeah, that no, you're you, spot on you, you respect as a golfer. That's Agreed. what I think, right? Agreed. Okay. Yeah, okay.
0: Now so, JT, here's the thing. JT almost botched it on 18
1: in the playoff. Oh, I didn't didn't see it. I I think I had to leave. I think I had to go somewhere. I'm so fucking pissed because I didn't (laughs) get to see it. Well,
0: good news. I'll 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 explain this to you. He hits it down the right side. If he was three yards to the left, he hits that hill and goes into the creek. Really? He hit it down the right side, and they watched it for a long time, too. But, I mean, give credit where credit is due. Sure. JT goes out in the playoff, two under through three holes, and closes out Will Zelletors, who our string bean of a man. And, by the way, I think he could be the most dominant player in golf right now if this guy had a putting stroke. Agreed. There's, right? We've I, been it, talking
1: about this since day one.
0: We can't stop talking about it because – Yes, he's making putts, folks, but it is the Charles Barkley putting stroke of putting strokes. It is the worst putting stroke on tour today. And the worst and he's, thing is, he's, he's got it locked to his forearm.
1: And he's still finishing the way he does. He's got himself in a playoff. He should have won by eight. I'm actually curious to see. Everything right. You notice that? Yeah. He, driver right. Iron's right. Putting right. Everything's right. Everything's right. I wish. It...
0: <laughs> Maybe we I mean, should just dude, call him Mister Wright.
1: Yeah, that's his new name from now on. New nickname right on man. the show. Right man.
0: So if you if you hear Mister Wright or Right Man on the show, yeah. we're referring to Will Zelaya The kid is talented beyond belief. He's unreal, and his confidence now. So this tournament gave him the confidence, right? He even said it afterwards. He's like, I know that I can win a major championship, and I belong here. Like, that confidence goes a long way.
1: I know I should get rid of that goddamn putter and go work on something different, and let's go back to normal putting stroke. I bet you he makes more, especially those left-to-righters. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. I don't know, Mikey. I don't know either, but I like to think that because the kid deserves at least three wins right now. I mean, at would he least
0: would he not be one of the coolest golfers outside of the references to Happy Gilmore's caddy? That oh, he's he, identical. He would be. He would
1: be one the of the kid, co- not not the uh, tour Correct. one. Yes, Damn. the kid.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> would be one of the coolest golfers if he was he was putting with. A blade putter and was just stroking it. I mean, this guy would win. Blade
1: putter, he would have missed it by another five balls. That's what the, I'm saying. To the right.
0: That's what I'm saying, though. I don't think he can go back to a normal putting stroke. Well,
1: you I, have to learn. I,
0: I think it's the yips and it's mental. Of course. But you know who he should go talk to? Hmm. Charles Charles Barkley. <laughs> No, we, we made that reference, right? Yeah. We said Stan Utley. Uh, there's another guy out there, Craig Foster, who used to work Clark. with your boy, Steve Elkington. Uh, but really, I mean, there's guys that specialize in putting and specifically with putters that struggle with the yips and so Stockton. forth. I mean, but I'm not kidding when I say Charles Barkley, because how did Charles Barkley get the hitch out of his golf swing? I would love to know because I don't think he said it as to like who he worked with, who got that out of there. But he even worked with well, like Hank do it. No, he worked with Hank Haney. He did the yeah. entire show and everything with him, and they never got rid of it. it. I mean, Barkley only got more frustrated, and that's a complete joke. Hank but, just wanted the money. Yeah. I, look at Michael Phelps when he did that whole thing. I mean, it was all money. Look how many training like, things have come out from, with Hank Haney's name on it that he didn't invent.
1: I played with Phelps last year. And let me tell you the kid can actually play.
0: He can. But he can. did you see the recording of the show on that?
1: No. With Hank?
0: Like I he did he didn't improve and Hank was getting pissed off with him and everything I and it's, it's like is, a lot to me neither. I really don't like the one guy that I just don't really care for in the, in the instruction game and this is like it's not a personal dig, it's more so just a technique dig it that is for me. I just don't like the mentality and like the way that it's taught. I, it's just I don't like that he wrote a
1: book either about the cat. You I know. know. You don't do that either. You know how I feel about that. I you know, do. I don't like that. You know, that's, 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 you, you don't do it. And then you make money off it and all that. You I know. think
0: that was my first negative thing when he had the tell-all book come out about Tiger, like, that's not your place as an instructor.
1: That's not your place as an instructor. You're absolutely right. You're a trusted advisor.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like going to a psychologist, and all of a sudden the psychologist comes out with the tell-all. Like, that would be against the law.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I've spent some time with him, too. Not worked with him, but I've seen him down at El Dorado. And I just, he thought his shit didn't stink. Yeah, that that
0: is one of the things that I have seen as well. That it's like he just, he does not, he loves himself. Fat Perez said this on the last episode, that Greg Norman loves himself some Greg Norman. Well, Hank Haney loves himself some Hank Haney.
1: And what did I say? <laughs>
0: you you, you <laughs> agreed. I mean, you heavily agreed. It
1: was the big finger point. <laughs> but no, Hank was, uh, yeah, he was, he introduced, I've known, I've met him plenty of times. And he goes, "How you doing, Hank Haney?" I go, "Hank, I know who the hell you are." It was the same thing in the Phil Ivy story. Like, what is wrong with these egotistical guys? I know. You know, you know Sean doesn't Foley, make sense. Sean Foley's not like that. Foley's, I love Foley. You know, I there's mean, a
0: lot of instructors that aren't like that.
1: Drew Steckles, one of the greatest guys in the world, he would never even think about pulling something like that.
0: I know, you know, I hear you. you know, but
1: it's just, it's lame. Going
0: back, it's lame. going back to yeah. Will Zelotoris, though, and who he should go talk to. I mean, there's two people, in my opinion. So, Barkley is one, which I'm sure Barkley would have a kick out of like shooting the shit with a golfer, a PGA pro. He loves golf. Love it. Yeah. Absolutely loves it. And then the second one, uh, which I'm drawing a blank on, I'm going to need your help on. I don't know why the name's not coming to me. Senior Tour, Long Potter, wins all the time. Bernhardt? Yes, Longer. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that guy's well, he won't talk. Well,
0: he went that. through the yips. If I mean, he, he went do. through the heavy yips and the worst yips you've ever seen. Beyond Will Zelatoris's yips, yeah. I mean, Bernard Longer went through the worst stretch and then somehow figured it out.
1: Yeah, I don't think Bernie would give him the time of day, to be honest. You don't
0: think so? From one golf pro who's like up and coming, like he could take him under his wing, but
1: Bernie's uh, different. Yeah. I mean, everybody is. Yeah. That's just my opinion and uh, what I've seen here at the Phoenix Open or Phoenix, the, the Schwab deal down there at Phoenix Country Club. Uh,
0: what a great track, by the way, to have the seniors out at. That's a great track. Phoenix Country it. Club. I love going down there, playing Phoenix Country Club from we time to time. To it's back. just fun. It's tree-lined. It's just like a great little private club. Watch and the mechanic. Love it.
1: Cognac with a cigar in a stadio. God, I love the mechanic. That's
0: classy, bro.
1: Yeah. I, I like the vets. You know, I just love the vets.
0: Now, Will Zellatoris his putting has hit even players on tour today, which Eddie Pepperell came out with a tweet uh, during the uh, broadcast. This is phenomenal. If you guys haven't seen this, Eddie Pepperell starts off by defending Will Zalatoris against the commentators and broadcast analysts and so forth. And he's like, you know, I'm sick and tired of these guys. This guy is an absolute player. Stop ripping on his putting stroke. This guy can play. And then yeah. all of a, then all of a sudden about... Towards the end of the round, Eddie Pepper Hall sends out another tweet. And I'm going to quote it on this one. He goes, fuck me, he's putting like a blind man. <laughs> <laughs> you and I did this exact same thing when we came out with the episode. I think it was episode two, to where we're like, who's the worst putter on tour? We said it on a count of three, yeah, and we well, said we'll Will Zalatoris, And then all of a sudden... Like that, it was the match play, the Dell match play down in Austin and the WGC. And all of a sudden, Will's making everything. And I'm like, Mikey, we got to put our foot in our mouths, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, the round that he loses, can't hit the broadside of a barn. And actually, even when he was putting well, they had a clip that I ended up taking and it was him with the putting stroke, and it was the ugliest fucking thing so that I have ever seen. It had a hitch in it, so had a loop to loop, and it was the putt ended up going off the toe. Which, by the way, I have noticed all of his putts are mainly going off of the toe that he's actually making. Then how's he so, make them
1: right? Then how he miss them right if they're hitting him off the toe? That's, what's, that's so crazy. Doesn't it put hook
0: spin on there, but it also opens up the face? Well, so if you, you know, hit a if yeah, you hit a, I did. But yeah. if you if you hit a hard putt off of the toe it actually opens the putter face.
1: If it's hit hard.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Short putts, you can get away with it. I think it was Duvall who used to say he would putt downhill short putts off of the toe.
1: Oh, Stadler used to do it. Everybody used to do it. I used to do it. That was back when the ball was different. We didn't have mallets. That's, you know, it was different. Like, we used answer twos. We used... uh, Teardrop putters, anything like the that. The teardrop we, putter. Yeah, teardrop putter, the rounded face.
0: Remember liquid metal?
1: Oh, God. <laughs> God liquid crap.
0: I don't know <laughs> what you just said that brought that to my mind, the but, man, crap. there was a lot of infomercials on the Golf Channel back in the day. There were. Anybody who's, like, under the age of 30, you will have no idea what 30, we're talking about.
1: 35.
0: 35? Okay. Yeah. I'm dating myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I remember using it liquid metal yeah,
0: yeah it was like the biggest thing it was like the biggest invention ever liquid metal oh it was almost like the hammer Adams, the hammer do you know that <laughs> yeah over over the mountain and the hammer is back by the way i've seen it, it yeah. must be like every 10 years his royalties start to dry up and he's just like gotta throw out another infomercial on the golf channel
1: that guy's incredible he's one of the. Biggest drunks ever, me. So I love him. I love, him. I, love him. I love the yell after he hits it. And the shaft is what, like a? It's like a. Uh, uh, here I am going like this. <laughs> For uh, our podcast it's, listeners, it's, you it's don't want to know uh, what Mikey just it's did. Like, it's like a triangle. It's like a, it's like a. I don't know. It's yeah, you gave us a diamond. Round. No. Well, I gave you something else. You
0: gave me. us a diamond. I, no, I gave you something else. Diamond Dallas Page. Oh boy! Yeah, we digress already.
1: Nope. What was my word that I was going to use? I have a word. (laughs) You do. I called it out on the golf course.
0: We're pretty much done with the PGA Championship at this point. JT,
1: good job. Yeah,
0: good job, JT. Cheers, Mikey.
1: Hey, this is for us. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) Bye, everybody.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Hole Hook Golf the podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe and go to www.polehoofgolf.com for more information.